Welcome to License the Ball, another episode on deck for you. We got Scott Burgess from Illinois Prep Hoops and the Circuit. We'll be joining the show today. He a guru of the Midwest specialized Illinois St. Louis area basketball. You want to know about the basketball player? You want to know what's going on up there? He's the man. He's the man for you. Yeah, knocking out the park. That's why we got him on the show. He's going to be a regular contributor to the show. Got a lot of insight on basketball, and he, he's really a gym rat. And that's how I met him running to him in the gym, covering players, Fab Frost Camp. He's going to be joining the show. We got Lathan Somerville, also from Chicago, but plays his ball now. In Atlanta at the Skill Factory, came down here to develop his game and grow his game. And it's working out for him so far. He has three offers and a lot of interest from home and around the way on his basketball skills. So he's doing he's doing real, real big things. Both of them gonna be joining the show today. Getting ready for this high school season. And Somerville, I'm gonna go check out Somerville on Saturday. Watch his game and see how much his game has developed over the years. See how he how he's getting along with that game. We're gonna go ahead and bring in Scott Burgess in onto the show. Let get filled in on what he's been doing and what he's been up to. Check him going to check him out. Let's see what you're doing. Let's go and bring in Scott Burgess in. We got Scott Burgess from Prep Hoops Illinois on the line. And he also covers the circuit, Prep Hoops Circuit in the Midwest. How you doing today, man? I'm good. Great to be on. I really appreciate you having me. Oh uh, man, you you like a guru of the Midwest, man. I remember I bumped into you when we went to go see Demetri McCain's brother came down and in, in a camp in, in Swanee, Georgia. And I ran into you then, I met you then, and um, you had a good spirit about yourself, and I could tell you was hurrying about the game like I like I am. And so we just hit it off since then, and I started follow, we started following each other. If I remember correctly, that's how we met. Yeah, yeah, those good days back at Frost Camp. Um, yeah, a lot of my players came out of that camp. Um, I remember that was the first time I saw, like, Sam Adebayo, um, Jason Tatum, who... I remain to be close with still to this day. Um, that was the first time I ever saw him um, play. So yeah, that, that camp down there was kind of a launching pad for a lot of players. Um, yeah, it was great to meet you down there. Yeah, I miss those camps. Those camps get 
some politics and some issue on territorial issues with players and how messy it gets nowadays. So that camp found, kind of fell apart. And man, that's like a one-stop shop for finding like young top players. You'll miss some, but you get the majority of them, like in the drag net. Yep, yep. I really enjoyed um, covering that camp over the years. It, it, every time I went down there, it was a first-class event, and um, you know, obviously top, top-notch talent. Yep. So we're gonna get in it. We're gonna do, we're gonna get into what you, your expert on, your guru on, and we're gonna talk about some Illinois basketball. What you expecting from this upcoming season? Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting for sure. Um, you know, we just had some big news the other day when the top prospect, regardless of class in Illinois, left to uh, go to a prep school. So uh, kind of shakes up a little bit with the top, but. Uh, I think still remains the top three contenders for you know the best team not only in the Chicagoland area but Illinois overall. Um, Whitney Young, perennial power. Um, they're led by uh, AJ Casey, who uh, recently committed to Miami. They also have uh, Jalen Davis, who's the top one of the top juniors in the state. Point guard Daniel Johnson. Um, along with a lot of really solid role players. Um, there'll be good Division II players um, uh, over the next couple years. So they're going to be one of the top teams, and obviously they have a top-notch coach in Tyrone Slaughter, one of the best in the country. Uh, Glenbard West is uh, the team to watch this year that's not your traditional Chicago power, but they have one of the best teams we've seen in a while. Uh, they have five seniors that are going to start. They play cohesive as a unit. Four of the five have played on the team together their entire lives, and they added a top 20 player in Illinois. They're, they really pass the ball. They really cut, they move, and they can all shoot it. And they're led by a six foot nine uh, power forward, Braden Huff, who's going to Gonzaga. Um, one of the top players in Illinois. And then uh, the third team, I would say, that's in the mix for, uh, you know, that top spot is Kenwood. Um, they just lost Javante Taylor uh, to an out-of-state program, but they're still going to be loaded. They have uh, one of the top guards, probably the top guard in the Chicagoland area as far as point guards go. Uh, Trey Pettigrew, who just committed to Nevada uh, yesterday. And um, the top... Uh, guard and essentially top prospect now in the junior class, Darren Ames, uh, who's an explosive left-handed point guard, can get anywhere on the floor, along with David Byrie, who's also a top five junior in the state, and then they have a ton of depth to go along with that. They're coached by Mike Irvin, who runs the, the Mac Irvin Fire program. So, uh, yeah, they have a ton of talent, along with uh, their uh, star incoming freshman, uh, Bryce Hurd, who's going to probably be a name that national people are going to get to know pretty quickly. Yeah, a lot of people might not know this, but the people have been around for a while know I'm from the south side of Chicago, and I was kind of down on, on our state and our city, and I thought it was because of the crime, we were losing players, and population kind of going down, it hasn't grown a lot statewide, but then sometime in the middle of last year, I said... We might not have like a Jabari Parker, though like five of those, but this this state is still strong. We're still producing some strong, tough-nosed basketball players. Yeah, for sure. And, 
it's, I mean, it's not like it was. But, I mean, for me, the 2013 and 2014 classes were the two best that I've covered, not only from a high-end standpoint with guys like Jamari and Jill before Cliff Alexander, Kate of ATOP, Tyler Hewitt, like those caliber players, but it had so much depth. I mean, I remember 2014 class, Jovan Carter been in the NBA for like four or five years now, and he wasn't even in the top ten. Um, and in those days, we were producing, you know, as many as 50 Division One players. It's it's not at that level anymore, unfortunately. But there are still really solid players. Um, uh, as of today, out of our top 22 players in the state, 20 have already made college decisions um, to either go to Division One or Division Two schools. Um, so, uh, yeah, they're... they're making their decisions and coming off the board fast and it's awesome to see these guys um, be set up for the future. Now, you tell me what you think about this. I think reason why kids are making quicker decisions now than ever, the playing field been leveled a little bit where the money's being made is over the table now. So they can actually go where they really want to go and not get in trouble for receiving money or receiving benefits. What do you think about that? Um, I think maybe at the top end that might be part of it, but I think the bigger factor is um, with the transfer portal and the one-time transfer rule and all that. Like mm-hmm. kids, I, I've kid, any kid I've talked to that has asked me about like what should I do, yada yada yada, should I play the year out? No, you shouldn't play the year out. You should take literally whatever you have right now because it can be gone as soon as, you know, the signing period comes up. If you don't take it, they're going to move on. And in the spring, they're not going to not necessarily want you anymore. Um, They're going to be looking for that transfer that can come in and impact their program right away. I think that's the biggest thing that's affected recruiting. Um, I think the NLI stuff helps with, you know, maybe like retaining a player that uh, might not be a, a, like a great pro prospect. Um, let's look at like Kofi from Illinois this year. Like he could have gone, entered the, or stayed in the NBA draft and wasn't going to get picked, but he could have gone over to Europe and made money or been in the G League. But by staying in Illinois from an NLI standpoint, he could make just if, as much, if not more, money by staying great in point. college. And uh, you look at like Amani Bates, for example. Like, uh, if you would have said two years ago Amani Bates, everyone would have said there's no way that kid's stepping foot in college ever. But by the NLI rule, that helps him. But as far as like the making decisions early part, I think it has just more to do with the limited number of spots, and that goes all across the board, and it trickles down to every single level because. Um, you know, if, if you're, let's say you're a low major player and, you know, your opportunities dry up because those schools are taking transfers, then you become a priority for the Division two school. And then a kid that the Division two school was recruiting, you're not, that kid might not be so much of a priority anymore, especially once that kid would commit. So it just kind of trickles down. And that's why I like the transfer portal and the one-time transfer rule has just become such a huge part of recruiting over the last you know couple of years so what you're telling me 
I didn't look at it exactly that way, but now you just open up another can of worms. It's gonna it's gonna be some I guess gentlemen is agreement. It's gonna be more important for prep schools more than ever because they've been doing this forever, but it's gonna be more important than I think. You just tell me what you think about it. Where prep school gonna be a place where you can hire the player. So if that happens and they can convince the players to still come here but go to prep school for a year to delay him coming to make sure they still can get the kid and the kids on board that, I can see prep school being even more important now because they can stash a player with certain programs. Yeah, no, it definitely happens where, um, and whether it's like for an academic reason or they just want them to get stronger or whatever, I see, you know, definitely I do see times where schools will offer a kid and say, we want you, but we would prefer if you go prep for a year, whether it's because they don't have a scholarship for that year or they, like I said, want to get the kid stronger or clear up his academics or whatever the reason is, or maybe they have a transfer recruit in mind that they want to bring in for that one year, and then they feel like with another year under that kid's belt, um, in all aspects of the game and life, he'll still be more suited to play at that level. So yeah, that definitely happens. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, man. I can't wait to have you back on the show again, man. You're a pro at this, man. I, I don't have to ask too many questions. Like, I don't have to ask follow-up stuff. You actually give me exactly what I want to hear because I, I know that I got a good idea with the listeners when they, because I'm a fan. I hate to hear people say this, and it's a couple of guys in Illinois say this on the radio station. They say they're not fans of stuff they follow, but they are fans of stuff. It's okay to be a fan. You just can't let it get cloudy in your judgment on evaluating it. Or you stay, you remove yourself from that, evaluating that person or that team. But they have, I'm a fan of this. That's what got me into this, being a fan and watching these kids play. And then me playing the game and know the game and, and start giving kids opportunity and exposure. But you do a good job of what you do, man. We, we can't let, wait to have you back on the show again, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. Anytime. All right, Dan. We'll talk to you sooner and later. Okay, sounds good. Have a good one, bud. All right, be one. Okay, bye. Now, you don't understand why we call this man the guru. He just spitting out facts and information, players. He know everything about the player. Probably where they live, what kind of car their parents drive. I mean, what their favorite color is, their girlfriend. The guy knows his stuff. When it comes down to Midwest basketball, that's why I call him the guru. He really he's, he's really doing know his stuff, man. He's, he's a gym rat, and he... Eat, breathe, and sleep the stuff. He knows the stuff, and he's passionate about it. You can hear about it. He didn't miss a beat. I asked him a question. He went right in and just drilled it. I mean, just, just killed it back and forth. The guy's phenomenal with his stuff. So, you know, Jim right inside, I only hang with the best. So, you got somebody on the show, you know they're good. You put the best people on the show, interview the best people we could find. So more people, when they get the show going, they're going to understand what we're doing. They're going to have more and more scouts and evaluators and players and coaches on the show. Best believe. We're going to be back in business. We was out for a while. Now we've got LinkedIn Somerville in. Going to be coming and joining the show. I'm going to interview him. And we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna go ahead and bring this man in. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm gonna answer with the same answer so y'all can shoot 
if y'all please. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't get fined. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm going to answer with the same answer so y'all can shoot if y'all please. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't get fined. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. Lakeland Somerville from the Skill Factory joining the show today. One of the top guards in, in the country. How you doing today, man? Good. So I see y'all on a, a 4-0 start this year, huh? Y'all off to a good start, fast start. Yeah, 4-0. How'd y'all able to get that a 4-0 start? What did you got to contribute that to? Uh, just playing as a team, really communicating on defense, uh, really starting to get to know each other's game, know each other's strengths, stuff like that. Oh, okay. And being from Chicago, what's the difference of playing basketball down here in the south opposed to up north in the midwest to me there's not much of a difference i just look at it like i'm playing basketball i'm going against players that are good at basketball i just try to play hard no matter who i play against or where i'm playing and playing the skill factor how you feel it improve your game uh it's definitely improving my game in all all aspects like Mid post, post, uh, perimeter, agility, all of that, all aspects of the game, really. Oh, okay, that's, that's some good stuff. So you got more time to focus on your game and more time to focus on your grades. It's more concentrated, you'll say? Yeah, for sure. That's good. And what's your goals set for the year? Uh, really, uh, just uh, get on the scene, get noticed, pick up a, a few more offers, gain some notoriety uh, as a team and individually, and stuff like that. Gotcha. And how's your recruitment coming? Uh, it's coming good. I got a lot, picked up a lot more interest. Uh, Still currently have three offers from Wake Forest, Rutgers, and um, Bradley right now. That's right now, but yeah, the recruiting process coming along good. Are you waiting? Are you looking for the, the Illinois offer? Any yeah, interest I in know. I've, I've been in contact with them. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, they offer soon. And you feel since Brad Underwood been the coach Underwood been there he has put the school on the map as a first look now yeah I have he's been doing great with the program uh have been doing a lot of good things with the program as far as progressing the players and making the NCAA tournament and going decently far in it stuff like that And what's some things you're looking for in the program at the next level? Uh, a program that's going to let me play my game, really, and let me be comfortable in what I do and not try to put me in the box and only do certain things. Okay, so the viewers going to be listening to this, and, and this is worldwide and nationwide, this podcast. So give the viewers a breakdown of your game a little bit. People who have never seen you play before have no idea. 
I'm like a more of like mid post guy. Uh, sometimes I bang down low, but like I would say, like I'm an inside out type of player. I'm a, I'm a four. I can handle the ball well. Uh, I can do a little bit of everything. I got a high IQ for a six nine four. Uh, I can guard the, almost every position. I can guard definitely the three through the five. Uh, it just depends. Like a rim, I'm a good rim protector. Play hard on defense. Play both sides of the floor. Stuff like that. So, all in a nutshell, program the next level going to be getting a two. What they call? I hate this term, but they got to use it because certain players on play both ends of the floor. But you're a good two-way player, versatile player. For sure. So I just explain that a little bit. I understand your game. Explain that a little bit for the listeners. Get a little bit more insight on your game. Who would you compare your game to? Uh, like a like a AD kind of AD, well and B, something like that. Gotcha. So, got a question for you about deep dish pizza. Traditional or Northside? Traditional. That's what I'm talking about. And. Got one other question for you. Yeah. Give me your top five rappers, dead or alive. Uh, no particular see. order. I mess with Polo G, uh, Lil Dirt, uh, Rod Wave. Mm, I just start listening to G Herbo. Who else I mess with? Uh, let me see. Gunner stuff too. Gunner stuff. I want Gunner a little bit. Gunner stuff. How many that is? That's five or four. That's four. Uh, one more. Uh, Drake. 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 Gotcha. If I'm not mistaken, Polo G live in Atlanta. Uh, no, I think he's still in Chicago. He might be in Chicago, but his family, he moved his family down here, if I remember correctly. Oh, I'm not sure. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm not 100 percent sure. I think I ran into his his younger brother, his cousin. Uh-huh. I saw some That's Illinois license plates, and I asked him, "Were they from Illinois?" He said, "Yeah, my, uh, my brother, a rapper." Oh, uh, okay. On that, but I appreciate you joining the show, man, and keeping us updated. And please keep us updated on your recruiting to get all the fans yeah. and anybody who listen to the show updated on who follow you. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Oh, that's anytime, man. We plan on having you again, and we're going to be checking your game, some of your games out, too, as well. All right, that's that. Now, as you see, he gave me six rappers. Made a mistake. I don't want can't count. He had five. He was right. He named rappers just came out in the past five to six years. But that's okay, though. You know, he tied his to own opinion. That's why I gave him the opportunity dead and alive, but he still named pretty much Chicago, Chicago rappers, if I'm not mistaken. Kid is a down-to-earth kid, good at interviewing, as you can see. A pro at it, only a sophomore. Game got so much growth to it, has so much potential. On some of them, we're going to go check him out this weekend. Get another interview with him. 
put him on front stage. He said, you want to get some more exposure? We're going to help him get his exposure and get his team some exposure. So that's what we're going to, that's what we're going to do for him. We're going to make that happen for the man. And this podcast is on every platform you can imagine. Major platform. The seven of top ten platforms. Apple, Spotify, Podbean, Google, Amazon, iHeart, all of them. So you don't have to listen to one other area. You can search for it. Now, when you search for it, you're going to run into a licensed ball podcast started about five months ago. Anybody know Licensed Ball? Licensed Ball been around for about 10 years. Somebody uploaded Licensed Ball, stole the name, and started putting podcasts out. Beat us with the punch. We're going to rectify that confusion. But it's going to be the Kyrie Irving headshot picture, Licensed Ball. When you find it, not the yellow one. We're going to keep popping these out get more top players like Somerville on here and get more people like Scott Burgess on here breaking down basketball man we just do we're gonna do basketball and share this too please share this spread it around you like what you're hearing different perspective share with everybody else promote this stuff you got any suggestions you know put in the comment section we should be interviewing stuff we talk about if you want to call in on the show put that in the comment section we're going to take callers and hit a view talk about situations and stuff we are we are covering so next time be one